Hi, everybody. This is Katie. And Dory. And you are listening to the Big Shop Marketing and Design Podcast. Hi again, everybody. Um, I just want to take a short second. um, Short. uh, Um, Dory's a little mad at me because we actually just recorded half of this. Well, we were talking about half of this entire episode. Yeah. And And I was hilarious. (laughs) And I wasn't. I didn't hit the record button. So. None of it. (laughs) Um, We're definitely recording now. Thank you so much for listening. I hope Um, I can remember (laughs) all of my fun, snarky comments because. (laughs) <laughs> anyway yeah. hmm. well okay joy along with my problems clear problems of being able to correctly record a podcast i have a couple more that i i need you to help me solve so currently just a couple right now yeah just well that's the only ones i want to talk about while we're recording but okay. um i have a massive headache right now i've been drinking tons of water making sure i'm hydrated and i've eaten food but it won't go away what should i do i mean that would make me forget to press the record button, too. But oh my God. <laughs> um, about your headache, go in a dark room, make sure the lights are off, the windows are shut, you know, the, the curtains. Really Take some Excedrin. Yeah, I am setting the mood. Um, don't do candlelight. Those hurt my head when I have a headache. Um, so just, <laughs> just darkness. Sometimes I like to have an ice pack on my head, but Excedrin's probably the key. If you don't have Excedrin, Tylenol, but that doesn't usually work for me. So, yeah. All right, so Excedrin. Sweet. Yeah. So I'll try some ta- uh, Excedrin in a dark room to help my headache. But my other problem is I was drinking wine last night and I spilled, spilled it on my favorite white shirt. And I washed it this morning and the stain just won't come out. So how do I kind of get that out too? Shout, shout, get it all out. I don't think <laughs> that's their slogan, but it I don't think be. it is. Um, so no, I would use shout or something similar that you could spray on or, uh, you know, do the little stick and then hope and pray. It wasn't a white shirt. Was it? Did you say you said white? It was a white shirt. It was a white shirt. But shout. I don't know why you buy white clothes. The colors of our company are black and white. So most of my clothes are black or white, even though I'm wearing a green shirt. You should really stick with black. Wine doesn't show up on black. Anyway, we digress. Whatever. Yeah. We'll argue about my wardrobe later. So so what you just did for me, Jory, I presented you with two um, legitimately real problems (laughs) among many that I usually have. And I went to you for advice, which I do a lot. Whether I follow that advice most of the time. You usually don't. Yeah, okay, no. fine. And I then don't. you come and tell me <laughs> that you didn't, it didn't and work. why you should have. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, I had a couple of problems. I asked you for a solution, and the solutions you gave me were actually brand-specific. So you didn't say, oh, take a headache pill or take some acetaminophen or whatever the generic name for Excedrin is. You told me Excedrin or Tylenol. And same with my second problem. You know, you could have said just stop drinking wine, but you were nice. And you said just use shout to get the stain out. So you were using these I exact brands. I their slogan. Yeah, their well, slogan. Well, that it's not really their slogan, but it, it could be or should yeah, be. Well, maybe we'll contact them. We'll see how that goes. But um, 
Yeah, so you gave me brand-specific suggestions of what to do, and that's because these brands have done a really, really good job of tying their brand name to an actual problem. So that's kind of what we're going to be covering today is helping you as a business owner figure out what problem you're solving for your clients and then using that answer to kind of drive all of your marketing from here on out. So I'm going to, Dory, I'm going to read you something which is we made up, but it honestly is pretty in line with what a lot of businesses put on their website or their ads and you just tell me when you get bored, okay? So I'm going to read this yep. fake company, and you tell me when you're tired of hearing it. <laughs> okay. Please don't interrupt me on the second word, okay? Be nice. All right. So, um, Kimball Roofing has been in the industry for over 50 years. We specialize in shingle and tile roofing and can guarantee your happiness for decades. Kimball Roofing is a certified Owens Corning contractor. <laughs> right and there. Many- <laughs> I am bored. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know what Owings Corning contractor. Well, I didn't until our first round of this uh, when you forgot to record. Um, But now I know it's the little Pink Panther guy stuff for roofing. But it's still, yeah, it's still. But it's still boring because, yeah. (laughs) Well, and basically what this. It's irrelevant to me and what I need. Yeah. Well, because right now you have a tree that made a huge hole in your roof. You're not worried about where they get their stuff from. You just want them to be there now and make it not rain into your living room. Well, that's not totally true. Um, Keenan would be very specific about what type of stuff they used, but I... Not I in the initial emergency. So most consumers, yeah. they have a problem, and they want to know that your company can solve that problem. They, in the initial converting to a lead, they're not super concerned about you know, your entire biography and life story. This would you know? be a good commonly asked questions situation. Exactly. Like, or on the about us commonly page. asked questions. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So you're not going to want to put ad. that entire, <laughs> yeah, that entire thing on an ad. Instead, you should say, you know, is your roof leaking right now? Call us, we'll fix it. You know, to get that initial, like, okay, they can solve my problem. I'm going to reach out to them. So... <clears throat> A lot of small businesses, when they write the content and write everything up for their website, they'll tend to kind of inadvertently end up patting themselves on the back. They'll talk about how great they've done, all the awesome stuff they've done. And while that, like you said, has a place and frequently asked questions or the About Us or the testimonials page, it has no place in the main part of your website where you're just trying to get the phone to ring. You're just boom, 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 you know. So instead of saying, we're super awesome, we've been in business for so long, we're this, we're that, we're certified and insured, yada, yada, you can just say, your roof's leaking, we can fix it. Your roof right. might it's kind of like tomorrow. taking taking the the view off of yourself. Like this isn't about you. Exactly, it's about what your customer needs. Mm-hmm. In answering that question, not. I mean, I didn't go to your website to see how amazing you are because of you know your Owens Cornyn contracting. <laughs> Owens Corning. <laughs> I thought Corning was well, glassware. Oh, man, I don't know. Yeah, well, we a, I'm, I'm from New York, and there's a Corning New York. They make glassware. <sighs> you never fail 
to put in that you're from New York. New Yorkers just do that all the time. You're the from state. New York? Not the city. The state. And I'm yeah. not from New York. <laughs> well, anyway. So um, now you're thinking to yourself, okay, I am a plumber. I fix plumbing problems. How am I going to portray that in a way that is going to convert people? So we're going to go through the, the free, three different types or three different levels of a problem, per se, to where you can kind of think through the process of how to create this solution-based marketing that you can kind of take with you and use from here on out. So the first type of problem is your external problem. So those are the things that the customers are experiencing. My headache, the stain on my shirt, or, you know, like, Dory, I have a terrible stomach ache. What should I do? Nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea, yay, Pepto-Bismol. <laughs> exactly. So this... Pepto-Bismol has put their external problem directly into their super popular and very easy to get, well, very difficult to get out of your head jingle. It says, you know, if you've got nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, or diarrhea, Pepto-Bismol can solve that for you. So they've used that external problem of you having a rough tummy day, drink this and you won't. Um, so that's an excellent example of how external problems can be used in your marketing. Um, the next is the internal problem. And the internal problem is how it makes other people, how it makes consumers feel. So kind of engaging with your audience in a deep way. Is this way. like the Sarah McLaughlin um, ASPC? SY, oh my god, yes. SPCA commercials that make angel. you absolutely uh, ball because these poor yes. animals are just being mistreated. Exactly. That is just makes exactly. me want to cry thinking about it. Right yeah, now. I know. I'm like, this song's like going through my head now. I, I so, can't watch yes. those commercials. <laughs> I can't. So that's a perfect example of it. Another one is I always like to tie this in wherever I can Star Wars is a really good example of it. So, you, you know, not there. many people, yeah, not many people have personally experienced overthrowing an oppressive galactic empire. Dory, have you experienced that? By chance, I mean, personally? Not, not to a huge extent. Not galactic like a, a empire. Mini, not galactic. Yeah, like a, like, you know, Like maybe, a planetary empire. Yeah, like maybe just keep it to Earth. Like, like when, when Keenan exactly. tries to tell me what to do, I feel like I can relate to this. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> so, um, so you know, not many people have experienced what Luke Skywalker experienced, which was overthrowing this huge galactic empire that was sort of run by his dad. Sorry to spoil Okay, you that. are giving a yeah, you're giving a lot of spoilers right now. Yeah, so so sorry, but if it's like a fifty year old movie, if you don't know, then you know whatever, you'll never know, and so. Everyone will find that external problem of, oh man, I really gotta overthrow this galactic empire. No one's gonna relate to the external issue of that, but they'll be able to relate to the internal issue of, you know, overcoming adversity or overcoming something that seems near impossible. Maybe not meeting their dad who ends up being an evil person. That's also very difficult to relate to. So movies use things like theming and music and all this stuff to help us relate to issues. 
Okay, hold on. I've got another one. Um, the Folgers <laughs> commercials. Have you Folgers. watched like the older ones? Yeah, the best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. Oh, and then yeah. they usually go through like this whole scene of like you know somebody's a dancer or mom or you know, and they have a whole jingle to go with it. I used to know them all back in junior high. I was really into Folgers commercials. What? <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just really just. Yeah, we don't have to I talk don't about know. it. We don't have to. Do, do, <laughs> okay, yeah. save save that for therapy next week. But yeah, the only fun fact I have about Folgers is that the heiress to the Folgers fortune, Abigail Fol- Abigail Folgers, was murdered by the Manson family, along with Roman Polanski's um, wife. That was like the big thing. They like went and murdered everybody in the house, and they put yeah, helter skelter thing. Yeah. Anyway, bringing it. All the way back to on track, you know, Folgers. Um, do you drink Folgers? I, I do not. Yeah, me either. Yeah, I don't. I mean, when I first started drinking coffee, I got Folgers just because I knew you were really into the jingles. Yeah. Right. But then I actually had some coffee experiences and realized that oh. Folgers might not be the best for my palate. Yeah. Yeah. Go roadie. Anyway, so exactly. So you can't really... You know, using an internal problem is a great way to connect with an audience that might not otherwise relate to your issue. So here's an example. If the exterior paint on your house is chipping and it's starting to look really bad, there are a couple of things that might happen. Your house looks bad. Obviously, that's your external problem. You have a bad looking house. Um, The internal problem would be, I know. Well, I've been there, so, um, so the the external problem is that your house looks bad. Everybody can see it. You see it. it. Looks bad. The internal problem is you're ashamed or embarrassed about the current state or color of your house. So that's your internal problem. The external problem I can really, is just I can really relate to this. Um, I don't. I will fight you till the end of time about the color of your house. I think the color of your house is great, but you personally don't. Yeah, like no, it. I don't like it. Yeah. And we actually <laughs> just purchased another house. Um, so the house that we're currently living in rich was, um, brag. Not brag not a rich brag. Um, we <laughs> wanted to build, but didn't have the money to build. So, but we just Florida our economy right now. Nice. And it is so, it's just not the right color. <laughs> anyway, I'm anyway, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> the current home that we're living in was, um, the design choices were made by people who live up north and not down in Florida. So they're really into, like, dark colors, which doesn't translate well to Florida, in my personal opinion. So I call this house Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, the outside <laughs> is a very dark grey, um. The inside's fine, but the outside's very dark. But we just bought another house that is actually even darker gray. Oh, I didn't know it was darker. Yeah, yeah it's it's like a really dark gray. And the people made some really weird designs. And you're embarrassed inside. about that. You're I'm not embarrassed, but it doesn't make me happy. Okay, the inside, yeah. that would embarrass me. They had a <laughs> bright red dining room. So and if you saw an ad, for instance... Room. Yeah, so... Let's say um, you saw an ad, for instance, for an interior painter, and it said, you know, tired of not inviting people to your house because you don't like how it looks. Correct. Right, Get right, new right. paint. So that's an internal ish, an internal problem you're having because you're embarrassed by how the inside of your house looks. So if a painter were to show you an ad about tired of being embarrassed, you're like, yes, oh my God, please come paint my house. So 
That's exactly what we're talking about is that internal problem, whether it's embarrassment, shame, or, you know, you don't want to like shame people, but you just want to remind them like, hey, do you want to be proud about how your brand new house looks that you just bought in 2022, which is brave to do to begin with? Are you ready to show that off? Get new paint so you can show it off. Yeah, it's not brand new. Well, it's brand new to you. It is brand new to me. That's what yeah. I see, exactly. You know, you and have and a... another way to, like, approach that would be to kind of make it my own. Like, that would be a good angle. Yeah. Um, so... Not to tell me that my house is embarrassing or ugly, but... <laughs> well, yeah, not tell me, you know, instead of saying, are you tired of being embarrassed, you don't want to shame them too much, but you can use, you know, ad copy, like, are you ready to show off your home? You know, are you... Do you want to be able to show off your home and have a housewarming party? You know, things like that. So, you know, not, are you tired of being the worst person in the world? Call us, we'll fix that. You know, you don't want to beat them down too much. But, you know, they're, you know, a poke in the eye does do pretty well for advertising. So, yeah, that's our internal problem is how you feel about the issue. Um, The last problem, which... The last type of problem, which um, I'll probably fumble through actually saying, is the philosophical problem. Oh, no, I did it. You did it. Okay, good job. so I thank you. So the philosophical, damn it, <laughs> I messed it up that time. The but, philosophical <laughs> philo- problem. The philosophical problem is basically the we believe statement. So in movies and TVs, there's TVs. In movies and TV, there's always an overarching theme to the story. For example, literally any Marvel movie. There's like 30-something now. Any Marvel movie you watch will have the same philosophical theme. Good versus evil. The good guy oh, will can punch... We, can we use Harry Potter for this? Because I feel like it'd be a good one. It's sure. Very good we'll make it evil. Harry Potter. So, so Harry Potter, a child goes to school at a magical, uh, super awesome academy. And he has to fight the super mean, evil old guy. Good versus evil. No matter which story you come through, Spider-Man, Superman, whatever. So at the surface level, it's about a child who's like 11, who's for some reason the only person that can be this really evil, powerful wizard with no nose. That's surface level. So it's kind of different from everything that's ever been seen before. Like, it's nothing like Marvel. But at the philosophical core, yes, it Are is. Are you it's throwing still good shade? I'm not throwing shade. I'm just saying that it's the same, (laughs) it's, um, the same kind of theming as most movies are these days. Good versus evil. Bad versus good. Um, so if your company sells hurricane shutters and you say you deserve to have peace of mind and feel protected in your own home, that introduces a philosophical problem your product or service can solve. So by saying... This is getting really deep. I know, like, I was... I didn't I know you had like, it in you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, I have deep moments. Okay. So, Dory, have you ever seen that show, Silicon Valley? No. Okay, you should definitely watch it. I know Kanan and I Wait, have is, told you is, to watch it. It's is that really the one funny. where they develop that one thing? The, the app, yeah. The, when they're in the, the app, Yeah, yeah, I've seen yeah, it. Okay. Yeah, okay. You have seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised you don't remember it very well. Anyway, Silicon Valley just like brings images into my head of not not nerds in an incubator. 
<laughs> well, anyway, Silicon Valley, it's super, super funny. Even though this on this show, there are countless app developers and they're all looking to get funding, you know, to get a bunch of money basically to create the next Google, Uber, Twitter, whatever. Um, their final sentence, the big joke is that their final sentence in every single pitch is we want to make the world a better place. Sure, their app might be a social media app for dogs, and but they still want to, quote, make the world, <laughs> sure, <laughs> they want to make the world a better place. So this is kind of a satirical and, um, uh, I ran out of big words. So, <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> a, a skeptical, problem? No, no, it's like a satirical or skeptical look at solving a philosophical problem. So all of these people are trying to sell their apps and they're saying their big philosophical theme problem is to make the world a better place. And this social media platform for dogs is the way to get there. So pretty much saying, you know, we sell, you deserve to feel comfortable and safe in your own home. Our roofs can do that for you. So it solves this bigger philosophical problem that the world has that can kind of get people to pull the trigger and choose you. So we just went over the three problems. We've got the external problem, internal problem, and the philosophical problem. A lot of the times when it comes to advertising, businesses will do, do one or two of these. Do you have to do all of them? Okay, there we go. That's a great question. So they'll do one or two of these, and it's semi-effective. But if you can actually do all three of them, show that you can solve all three of these types of problems, that is kind of the the best the trifecta. You know, secret sauce exactly that that you can do so for example let's just do an example case study um, this is a company that we have worked with but we've changed their name to um, my roofing company I've made up called Kimball Tops roofing. of Houses yeah yeah Dory's Tops of Houses yeah so <laughs> this is kind of a real Thing that that we did for a company but we're not going to say their names um so it can either be kimball roofing or dory's tops of houses <laughs> so <laughs> like whichever name you want to do um so um just for some background into that because it's hilarious um we were trying to train somebody um to ask questions about how to get information for a website anyway she was going through and asking me um about social media stuff and so I gave her all the names. And then I said, when I got to Facebook, my name was already taken. So instead of doing like Dory's roofing, I did Dory's tops of houses. Tops and it was really funny. <laughs> if we ever start a roofing company, it will include tops of houses. Dory's yeah. tops of houses. Who knows? Yeah. We might want to go into roofing. Um, anyway, so this example is basically something that we did do before, but we're going to change the name now to Dory's Tops of Houses. So um, as we said before, good, good marketing targets the external and internal problems of customers, and also references a philosophical problem. So customers don't really care about your brand at all. I know that might be shocking and that might hurt some of you, but they don't totally care. What they do care about is their own problems. And that's kind of how we work as humans. So by touching on the external, internal, and philosophical problems that your customers are having, please excuse my dog who's barking, um, your marketing will prove to be much more effective. So a little case study and example that we have um, is Dory's Tops of Houses, who has been in the industry for over 50 years. Um, you know, this is kind of the same thing that we read before. They specialize in tile and roof, and yeah, it's pre pre womb. 
All right. <laughs> so, yeah, Jory's not 50, I think is what she's trying to say. Um, so, you know, their general message was we've been in business for 50 years. We're surf- certified Owens Corning. We do shingle and tile roofing. We can guarantee your happiness, yada, yada, yada. Just a general message that kind of bores people and doesn't convert much. So we took their branding message from bragging about accolades to this and dory why don't you want to read kind of some of the examples we had from the ads that we did for him um yeah uh so does your roof have loose or falling shingles do you know some (laughs) wait do you know some leaks oh did you know um (laughs) so you want to read my reading yeah Yeah, let's read (laughs) okay Okay. Does your roof have loose or falling shingles? Did you know some leaks aren't visible until it's too late? You deserve to have a reliable roof over your head that keeps your family safe and dry. Stop worrying about what could be wrong with your roof and let us take care of it for you. Don't wait until it's too late. Call Dory's Tops of Roofs or Tops of Houses now. <laughs> I should be Great a voiceover job. actress. Thank you. Yeah, sure. All right. <laughs> And a a jingle writer. You're going to be all things. Yeah. Um, So in that one message that you just read, we addressed all of the three problems. So we addressed the external problem, which was you saying, does your roof have loose or falling shingles? We addressed the internal problem, which was stop worrying about what could be wrong with your roof. And then we addressed the philosophical problem of you deserve to have a roof over your head that keeps your family safe. Um, because who doesn't like a safe family? Unless it's the purge, I guess. I don't know. We won't go too deep into that one. But, um, (laughs) uh, so, and we actually added a little bit of extra spice on there, which is urgency. So that last, one of the last sentences was, you know, don't wait until it's too late. And then we had another one that said, did you know some leaks aren't visible until it's too late? don't wait until it's too late. So we actually added a little bit of urgency in there as well that will make them take action faster and hopefully kind of make them worry that they're going to miss out or they're going to wake up one day to a hole in the roof. (laughs) I mean, it's Florida. It's always possible. It does happen. Yeah. Yeah. If I had a nickel. I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) So once again, we just want to stress that any company, no matter what size it is, deserves and needs proper messaging. So in Horton Hears a Who, Horton says, a person's a person, no matter how small. And I like to use that philosophy in terms of high-end marketing strategies for small businesses. A company's a company, no matter how small. And I cannot, okay, I am reading this. I made notes on this episode, like, probably a week or so ago, and I completely forgot that I put this in here. And I was like, who the heck? And I guess this is an example of our philosophical problem that we're solving. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, okay. A company's a company, no matter how small. I swear we're not up our own butts as much as this paragraph makes it sound like but um i think we just found our new slogan i know yeah (laughs) i'm sure somebody else already has it but but seriously a company the messaging is still kind of rings true to us a company deserves to elevate their marketing at any no matter what size they are so even if you're just you know 
a, a unit, you're in a small unit, there's only two of you, and you're just trying to make it work, you deserve to look super f- professional, too. Um, so if you found any of this stuff helpful, please don't forget to... Dory, go ahead and say it. Please don't forget oh, to... Oh, yeah. You can email us at info No, at I was going to say shot. like and subscribe, Dory. Oh! oh okay. That's like your favorite line. Okay. We'll, I know. We'll ring it back. Okay. Like, so if you found subscribe. any... Yeah. If you found any of this stuff helpful this week, please don't forget to... Like and subscribe. Fantastic. And if you feel so inclined and if you like us, please leave us a five-star review on your podcast app. Um, If you're listening to this on YouTube or Facebook, you can't really do that, but we would love for you to leave a review. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you're listening. Um, So changing your marketing message doesn't take a lot of time. And and if it's something you haven't thought about recently, you should really start thinking about it now. Take an hour or so to really think about what your business does in terms of solving problems. Trust me, it's a lot easier than you think it is. Um, So Dory, if anybody needs any help with their marketing websites or whatever, they just want to talk to you, uh, how can they contact us? There are a plethora of uh, <laughs> ways that you can get in touch with us. Um, email us at info at bigshotmad.com. Uh, you can call us at 716-489-1991. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Just type in Big Shot Mad and we should pop up. Um, or you can visit us on our website at bigshotmad.com. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you learned a little bit of something. Um if you didn't, please listening. Please, please listening. I hate myself. Okay. <laughs> Thank you guys so if much for listening. It. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you learned a little bit of something. If you didn't, um, call us and tell us why you didn't like it. Um, Jory loves to get yelled at over the phone. Um, <laughs> thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. And I think it's important for everybody to remember, everybody, everybody to remember, a company <laughs> is a company no matter Stop how it. small. <laughs> yeah. And every company serves Stop. to elevate their marketing strategies. Yeah. All right. Are you done? You done making fun of me? Okay. Yeah. All right. No, no, I like it. It's good. It was making fun. It's our new slogan. <laughs> well, all right. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.